0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Speak Up Sis podcast. This is the place where everyday women and men have an opportunity to share their stories to inspire yours. We say what you think no one wants to hear, but everyone needs to know. I'm Angel Charmaine, your host, and I'm so excited to be here with you all another night. Thank you for those of you who are tuning in via YouTube, thank you very, very much. We appreciate you. If you are not already subscribed, make sure that you click the subscription uh, bell as well as the notification bell to know when we are here. We are here Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for uh, a new episode of the show. So y'all know me. I don't like a whole lot of jaw jacking, right? I like to just get to the business. What's the second Monday of the month? And that means we've got another one-on-one with Angel conversation. And I've got a beautiful guest tonight who's going to come in and talk talk a little bit about her organization. Her name is Danielle Ware, and she is CEO of Danica Community Development Incorporated, also known as DCDI. Danielle, if you will please come on into the space and uh tell us a little bit about you how you doing sis i am doing well Um, uh, angel thank you
1: so much for having me tonight i really
0: appreciate it um a little nervous but <laughs> gonna um, but we don't we don't bite here we're really friendly
1: well that's wonderful and i do i do feel comfortable but still a little nervous so i'm danielle ware um President and Executive Director of DCDI um, and Danica Community Development Incorporated. What we do is we focus on filling the gaps in our community um, of of skills from an education, health and wellness, um, and family aspect. Our goal is to strengthen
0: the community by strengthening
1: um, our families one house at a time. Um,
0: I love it. I love it. And where are you all based out of? We are based out of Farmington Hills, Michigan,
1: um, but we we support families in both Wayne County and Oakland County, and Farmington Hills is in Oakland County, so we radiate out to our next door neighbor, Wayne County, as well.
0: Okay. All right. So tonight we're going to talk about DCDI because you've got an inaugural masquerade ball of sorts that yes correct yes we do we
1: um um we've completed a first full full year of operation and I say it that way because everybody knows we dealt with COVID the organization um was founded in 2018 or at least the paperwork was started but by the time all was said and done and uh, those in 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 power were able to give us our paperwork in a timely fashion for us to all op- to operate appropriately and within the law. Um, it was 2019, and it was almost over, and then COVID came, and we didn't know. You know, we paused, and we didn't know whether we should go forward, and we decided to go forward v- virtually during the summer of 2020. Um, so. We've just completed. It's been a year and a half, but to us, it's been about a good year of operation. And um, now we're moving into needing to um, do fundraising for our operating budget. And that's where the masquerade ball comes in. And I'm not going to lie, Angel. When I conceived of the organization, I conceived of what would be my fundraiser because I'm a woman of certain age and back in the day... (laughs) All nonprofits had a gala, right? (laughs) So um, I know that there are many different ways to do things now, but I've always had my heart set on a gala, Um, and a masquerade uh, ball has always been my dream. Mm -hmm. So um, the the wonderful people that I work with, my board member Lisa Stanton, um, we just got together, and she was like, "I'm down, let's do this." (laughs) So we're having our inaugural inaugural ball. Mm -hmm. Um, October 30th. I
0: love it. I love it. So we're going to talk a little bit more about the ball and we're going to talk about DCDI and uh, the programs that you all offer, services. I kind of want the people to meet you and to get to know the heart behind the organization. So why did you decide to start this nonprofit? I know that your organization serves underserved populations of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you fit into that category at some point? Well, I fit into it now. I'm a black woman. Uh, okay. <laughs> we, are, we are an
1: endangered species. <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> um, so so I have always um envisioned having an organization such as this mm-hmm. I honestly I conceived of it when I was nine years old um, I lived in a not so um, not so glamorous side of, of town in Michigan we I, I'm from Detroit okay. uh, the east side of Detroit to be be specific and um, and the east side of Detroit, unfortunately, was never given the right infrastructure to thrive. It still doesn't have that infrastructure today. Um, there are great people that um, are still there that are working hard to try to um, to, to improve it and make it what we need it to be. And by we, I mean black people, because that's mostly what's on the east side of Detroit. Okay. Um, and so I, there, there are all kinds of things that we needed growing up, right? There was, you know, we we were products of special programs. We were products of of the church giving out the the um, the cheese and the juices and the things. If, if oh yeah, if, if you've been there, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. And so I, I've never not walked around and saw the gaps. I've yeah. never not seen. Um, where we are being failed in not having the infrastructure to succeed. They always talk about, people always talk about opportunity. But when you have gaps in those opportunities or you create weird barriers that stop people from moving along and getting what they need, if education isn't equitable, Mm -hmm. then how do you expect them to thrive? So I always had this dream about putting together something that helps solidify my, my community to help bring us together and have a place to grow,
0: right?
1: to, to improve, to change, to move forward, to come to one another and ask for advice. Mm-hmm. It's not, and, and when you find out what my, my, my programs are, you'll be like, well, how does that fit in? But just think about all the things that we have to do with each day right. to understand um, how to make your money go further and work mm-hmm. for you. You need to have financial education. Yeah. So you need, and you need to have it sooner rather than next, later. The black community, by the time we ever figure out our financial, uh, how, how finances work, we're generally in our late 30s, early 40s. Yes. And and while we're making strides, we've lost 20, 30 years trying to get there.
0: Exactly.
1: So imagine if we created a program where we taught our children this before they get out of high school.
0: Right. If we
1: gave them an ability to fill that gap. And we do that. We offer Take No Chances uh, with your finances, a financial uh, literacy program geared to our high school students. And we talk about it, um, not about it from the standpoint of make sure you have a bank account make sure you save and don't spend more than you earn. But we talk about it from what are wealth extractors? How do you build wealth so that you have it to pass on to your children so that you create a generational wealth and close that gap? We talk about it from, we don't just want you to understand when you get paid, save your money. We want you to understand what your pay stub means. What right. do taxes mean when you see your paycheck? Do you, there are adults who get their first real job that get a check, and I'm like, I don't
0: understand all this stuff that came out of my check. Exactly, and <laughs> and here's the thing: because I have a 22 year old, and he's graduated from college this summer. He has a his first full on job making just shy of six figures as a 22 year old. And he's like, where's all my money? Mm -hmm. He's like, mom, what is this? You know, this, and what is this? Like, what is this? He, you know, and I'm like, oh, son. And so here's the thing. And I'm an educator. So I'm an educator. I've taught the very things that you're talking about. And yet. For whatever reason, it sort of passes over your own house. Like in a classroom, it's a part of the content that you've got to teach. But at home, there's not a curriculum. Maybe there should be, right? But there's not, there are not lesson plans and things of that nature. Uh, he didn't have a regular job. In high school, he did internships and things like that. So he he never worked a regular job where he got a case of where I would have to explain it to him. So now he's got a grown up job mm-hmm. and he's like, whoa, what is what is all of this? So I think what you're doing is not just beneficial for and i think a lot of times when we hear underserved populations we think disadvantaged mm-hmm. and there those words mean something different right they're exactly. not synonymous um i believe that you're that we don't have to be in low socioeconomic groups mm-hmm. to still need your services like i said i was an yes. educator my husband was an educator we come from our children, we're reared in an educated family, and yet he graduates from college and doesn't know what's on his pay stub. That is correct. And and
1: actually, and you hit the nail on the head, so I really love that you said underserved and disadvantaged are two very different things mm-hmm. because they are. Um, mm-hmm. Just you don't have to come from low socioeconomic um situation to not understand finances. Right. And most people, most people, honestly, throughout the state, throughout the United States, don't understand finances anywhere from high school students to about 30 years old. Right. They were not equipped with um, the financial education because it's not a requirement in high school. Now, here in the state of Michigan, our current governor actually um, this summer wrote it wrote a, um, a bill or signed a bill in the law that's going to become a requirement to have some kind of financial education but i'm not sure when that actually kicks in mm-hmm. so in the meantime in between time you have students in high school and you have young adult students and you have um, um, uh, you know more mature adults who need this this help and as wow. I said dcdi we're about filling gaps so I mm-hmm. applaud the governor for signing the bill and making it a requirement. I can't wait to phase out of the work of right, educating right. our high school students. I am not the nonprofit that wants to only put a band aid on because I want to stay in business because mm-hmm. nonprofits right. can be big business. Right. I am the nonprofit that is about closing the gap, whatever mm-hmm. the gap is that we identify using data. And then moving on to the next thing so that we are constantly keeping our communities strong and healthy.
0: And the only know. way only way we can do that is with data. Uh, you're right. You're right. A lot of people get are af- afraid of data, but we need it. That's yes. the only way that you know what you need and how you know what you got to do in order to meet the need. Yes. I mean, so, all right, I love it, love it, love it. So that's Take No Chance with Your Finances. That's one program. Mm-hmm. You actually have three other programs that I, I noticed on, on your website. you got a college planning workshop. You have resume writing and interview assistance. But this is the one that I thought was rather interesting. It's The Well. Talk mm-hmm. to us about The Well. So The Well is
1: is part b of my labor of love. Okay. Um and its labor of love for black men is is understanding when we talk about underserved groups of people, the most underserved group of people um when it comes to mental health support or self-care is the black man. Mm. And um I just I I was thinking and listening during covid about um just how people were feeling. And what I realized, and just kind of listening in some of the Facebook groups I was in, um, where listening to some of the black men talk, um, I heard two things. I heard men that were in a comfortable place to provide support to other men, mm-hmm. to, to, to help them, to guide them, to tell them they're not alone. And then I heard the men who were alone. Or yeah. at least built it. And I said, how can I bring this together? How do I fill this gap? Because this is a gap. Mm-hmm. And I thought, um, I want to have a support group for Black men. For mm-hmm. Black men, by Black men, and only Black men can be in there, meaning Danielle cannot be in this room. Right. This, this uh, and it happens at um, a place called Mary Grove Conservancy down in Detroit. Okay. Um, and, It is facilitated by Antonio Foster, who's um, a godsend, to be honest. And he came up with the name The Well. Um, He has poured poured what I believe his heart and soul into um, helping me build the well. And he facilitates and and any man, you know, walk in and just talk to him and they spend an hour talking about what it is to be a black man what they go through, what help they need. Ask whatever question you have. You are in a safe space. And so um, I absolutely love the well. I'm looking forward to it um, helping provide that stability in the community because if our black men aren't good then the rest of it is not good to be honest. Um, We we, we We can try to focus on other things but then I wouldn't be doing my job,
0: which is to close the gaps. And that's it yes. okay. I love it. And I, I love the fact that you're okay with relinquishing control mm-hmm. over the service that needs to be provided. Yes. I, I work with women who speak up, sis, mm-hmm. right? And I, I say often, that i i believe that it is women according to scripture because i'm a god girl
1: mm-hmm. it is
0: women who teach older women teach younger women how to be good women good mothers good wives mm-hmm. and in spaces where men are telling women how to be women how to be mothers and how to be wise is out of order yeah and i believe it's it's the same when you talk about men a woman can see the need. A woman can see there's a gap here, and I know we need to create this and and provide the opportunity for the gap to to be closed. But that you allow a man, yes, to run the well. Perfect, yes, right. It's yes. you say I'm not even in the room. Nope. And no, and I think that's important. Even with with all of the types of services, if finances is not your thing, bring someone in whose thing yes. it is and allow that person to to do what they do. Right? If if Absolutely. college, if uh, your college planning workshop, if college readiness and preparedness is not your thing, bring someone in. Whose thing it is I love that you're okay with that oh yeah realize that like I don't need to be running all of the workshops and all of the programs
1: absolutely not I do not need to run um all of them um I so I'm think I always think big picture right Mm -hmm. I think big picture but I understand that it takes little chunks to make the big picture up right um, and I, I just believe that if I'm talking about community mm-hmm. and, and community working together, I'm always thinking about the it takes a village mm-hmm. to raise your child. And so everything I do always stems from the love of my children. Um, I, I need them to be in a strong, healthy community. And that means that all the people in it have to be strong and healthy. Right. And that, so we should be able to help people get there but not have to control each and every step of the way. I I just don't think I have to do that. But if I can create a space that invites you in to help your fellow man, then Mm -hmm. that's what I want to do. Yes. Well, guess what?
0: We're almost out of time. What? (laughs) I tried to tell you. So those of you who are regular listeners, and just let me say shout out to the regular listeners of, Speak Up Says podcast. For those of you who watch us on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. For those of you who listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, whether that's iHeartRadio or Pandora or Apple or Anchor or Spotify, thank you so much. I appreciate you for listening. But I try to tell all of our guests, you all hear me say it all the time, that the time goes by so quickly uh, but before we leave I want you to share about the masquerade ball the inaugural masquerade ball give everyone details let us know the type of support that you need like give us all of that now this is this is your time
1: yes thank you well the masquerade ball our first of hopefully many uh, will be at the gym theater on October 29th at 6 p.m. Um, you can get tickets on our website, which is www.danicacommunitydev.org. Um, we are um, we, we're having wonderful events of celebrating the young man that we sent to the HBCU tour this past year. We're giving out teacher grants. Oh, nice. um, we need uh, support for the the whole reason for the ball is to raise our operating budget. Um, So if you can't come and you want to donate, you can donate to our cash app or our PayPal um, Danica community DEV uh, for both. Um, Well, actually PayPal, I think is DC, uh, DCDI support. Um, So um, it just, it's going to be a wonderful event of celebration of, of um camaraderie because it has been in the community and um for the last year and a half and we support our farmington public school district Um, we support the detroit public school district as well as um, ferndale public school these are all communities around us that come to our programs and we want to continue helping them. We want to continue giving them the financial literacy, the resume writing, the college planning, which our college planning is focused on the middle class family. Okay. To help them um, have better, better, unique ways to save for college and fund college um, because we usually are the ones that don't get the information, and food is really meant for low income families. Right. So. Um, just if you if you like what you're hearing about what we're doing and you have time to volunteer, we're looking for volunteers. Um, if you need help in any of these programs, come on through. Um, next year, 2023, we will be introducing urban farming um, okay. to our program. That'll be our health and wellness piece um, as we um, seek to work on food deserts and, and be able to fill that gap. Right. Of, of There are areas throughout um, Detroit and some of the other suburbs that have areas that don't have good supermarkets. So they there are food deserts. And, and all of this support will help us bring these programs and continue working to close these gaps.
0: Perfect. Perfect. So listen, everybody. If you are in the area that Danielle has mentioned, please. Make sure that you show up at the inaugural Masquerade Ball. Get a ticket and go. All right. If you are part of the Speak Up Sis community and you're nowhere near that area, then you can donate. Um, I'll make sure that I get the cash app uh, handles and, and things of that nature. I put, I'll make sure that they're in the description box for this video. You all can go check that out and you can just give. I'm sure they will accept. Whatever it is that God lays on your heart to give. Uh, But I'm sure they want those of you who live near to actually go. Yes. Like go to the ball and participate in this event. Listen, Danielle, it's been wonderful. You are a joy to talk to. You're beautiful. I I knew as soon as you started talking, like it was going to be on and popping. So. Thank you for choosing to come on Speak Up Sis Podcast and share DCDI with the Speak Up Sis uh, Podcast listeners. We appreciate you. I appreciate you. Uh, for those of you who do not know, Speak Up Sis Magazine is in the building. Okay. <laughs> we are currently accepting advertisements. If you would like to advertise your business in the Brand Making News Speak Up Sis magazine. You can go to speakupsismagazine.com and you can find out all of the information there. November 5th is the deadline for your submission. So, we've got uh small ads, medium sized ads and full page ads. They are reasonable. We are a national and international magazine. So, Get with us, magazine.com. And with that, y'all, I'm going to say continue to open up your mouth and speak up. What you have to say in this world is an asset and not a liability. Make sure that you follow us on Speak up Sis YouTube. You can find us on Instagram at Speak up Sis Podcast and Facebook at Speak Up Sis Podcast. Y'all have a wonderful night. Until next week, Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Y'all take care. See you later. Thank you.
1: Bye. Thank you so much. I appreciate you.
0: You're welcome.